This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Hi, I'm Jonna. I'm Amanda. And this is Yep, I Did That, a podcast about health and wellness trends that are out there in the world that Pinterest or Instagram are telling you to try. And we're here to say yay or nay. Exactly. (laughs) I usually try the things. I'm a sucker for a good anecdote. And Amanda is super smart and has lots of letters behind her name and tells us what science has to say about them. Exactly. I'm trying to help you guys out. So that we don't have to go through all of the treacherous things that could be hurting you. So science is here to help you. Science isn't always bad. Science is good. Yeah. Like you don't want to put baking soda in your hair. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And like it's totally up to you if you want to do a coffee enema. But like science is very confused and conflicted. Yes. (laughs) This is true. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm doing good. I'm just trying to get my life all in order you know yeah me too life but i forgot to tell um everyone last week that i ordered the bentonite clay yay did you try it i haven't talked to you yet about trying it yet i did i didn't do it right no <laughs> what did you do i didn't follow a recipe i just looked at the back of the thing and it was like equal parts of this and this and i was like well how much did you just is do equal water parts? In that? yeah uh-huh. and it was just really Thin and it didn't ever like it was uh, it was just a mess uh-huh um i still put it on my face and i right. let it sit there for a minute and i think it like helped to where it could help just a minute you let it sit there no no, no. i let it sit there for like 15 20 okay, minutes um but it wasn't like the full experience. the full experience and so i'm looking forward to doing it again yeah i just like haven't because my nights have been taken up of me wanting to sit on my couch and drink a glass of wine. Yeah. And eat chocolate covered pretzels. That's all right. So that's what I did. You should instead. do it with a face mask while you're doing that. I know. I was actually thinking about that. That's I was like, so what luxurious. am I doing? Why am I not doing this? We had our friend, I had our friend Mary over like a month ago and I was like, let's do face masks. <gasps> that's so But fun. then our husbands came home earlier than they were supposed to. So we didn't do face masks. Boo. But I make the mask like I make a cocktail, so I just eyeball everything. I don't use the recipe, but I do do, like, equal parts clay to, like, a fourth apple cider vinegar, a fourth water. Got it. Or sometimes less apple cider vinegar. But I feel like the apple cider vinegar is key. Just to help it make it. That's what bubbles. It bubbles and it makes it so it's not so clumpy. Like, it mm-hmm. smooths out better, but it's still thick enough. Like, I do prefer it to be more of, like, a paste than thin. Yes. But I think you sense. can do both. I like it. I would have wanted it to be more of a paste, yeah. and mine was really thin. Mm-hmm. And so I disliked that. Yeah. Like, a lot. Well, Aaron did try it on his hair, on his hair too, his scalp. Oh. He's only done it once. So I'm going to let him do it a few more times, and I'll update yeah. y'all or... In a future episode, we'll talk yes. about it again. I say a listener really loves it and uses it on her hair. And so I'm glad to know that Aaron is trying it yeah. so we can know what's going to happen. I mean, it makes hair look amazing. The textures is, yes. what, is what weirded me out. That's what you didn't like about it. 
Yeah. You're like, I look beautiful, but I can't touch my hair. Well, I just couldn't bring my fingers through my hair. Oh, yeah. Which was like, I can't do that right now. I was going to say, I can't ever do that. So I don't know what that's That's like. That's because I haven't showered in a while. (laughs) Because I don't brush my hair. Not because I put clay in it. But I do also kind of, I'm just so paranoid about destroying my hair more. Mm So I don't know. But yeah, that's exciting. Yes. I would say I'm super excited about it. Um, And then I have continued to smudge my house (laughs) is it working sure (laughs) it made me feel better i cleaned my house and like we got rid of stuff you know we talked about shredding last time yeah and um our room is actually like you'll see it tonight is like decluttered yay and is so i felt like it was the right time to like just start fresh, you know, yeah. like get a good space, clean space. And even the I don't know if it's doing anything, but it made me feel like I was doing something. So I liked it. Nice. Yeah. I'm on that journey. Hopefully this weekend I donated like 17 boxes of stuff. I feel like once week. we like do that, like actually go through, hug it. Does it bring me joy? No. Yay. I didn't even hug it. I just looked at everything in my life and was like, <laughs> None of my material possessions bring me joy. <laughs> Take all of it. It's probably a healthy place to be where you're just like, I'm embracing minimalism to the max. The crazy thing is, is we've gotten rid of so much. Like, I feel like we actually don't have a ton of stuff, but it's still so messy. It's okay. That's how I feel all the time where I'm just like, I don't understand how we have so much stuff in this house. It's. Yeah. My mom's coming into ridiculous. town this weekend. She's going to help me do the finishing, like get everything clean, ready. I have a couple more projects to do that I want to get done in our bedroom because that's where the baby will yes. be. And we'll see. It will get done. Yeah. Well, speaking of baby, if you guys didn't get your shirt, the bonfire campaign is closed. Yes. I don't know if you can still get one or not, but it's definitely past the timeline. Yeah. There's still an add to cart button, and I don't know what that oh. does because I didn't look closely enough. Well, guys, someone try it. Let <laughs> us know if, if you, you can order out, one. But you still want one. <laughs> Maybe write them and see or try to order it. Yes. I'm exactly. super excited for you guys to get them. And thank you to everybody. I already, like double checked. I was like, when is it going to ship? I'm so excited it ships to wear it. It ships the 26th, right? Yeah. I'm excited to wear mine. 25th. Too. It's 25th. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So thank you all to everyone who supported our family. We're so excited to see pictures of you in it. Make sure you tag the podcast or tag me. Yes. So I can see your pictures in it. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so cute seeing everybody in their different ones. I know. Are you excited I, to see what colors yeah, everyone got? I am. What color did you get? I got indigo. That's so funny. A few, a few people that I just like assumed were would get black got indigo. It's because I have so much black. That's what everybody keeps saying. I needed something different. <laughs> I and I have like a black and white pure bar Woodland Hills sweatshirt that I yep. literally wear all the time. Yeah, I had it on today, and I was like, I had to change. So, um, so I was like, I need something different. So I Yay. feel like I'm wearing something different. And you will be, <laughs> and I will be. It's exciting. <laughs> yes, but other than that, um, there's nothing really new on in either our, li- of our lives. <laughs> nope. Not so much. No, not so much at all. But, um, I we were thinking that after I said I did a workshop. The other day and we talked about inflammation that that's actually something that we wanted to share with you guys because yeah. it's incredibly important and we have mentioned it a ton on here but mm-hmm. we've never gone into depth of like what inflammation is and why it's such a big deal yeah and what you can actually and do. a lot of the things that are like super trending or popular in the 
natural health sphere are all targeting people for inflammation exactly. right now. So most of the diets, most mm-hmm. of the random things you do to your body are all supposed to be targeting your inflammation and making you less inflamed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so we just wanted to let you guys know what is inflammation? Yeah. Um, and so just a couple quick facts about inflammation is that inflammation is actually a good thing in some cases. Like it's our natural body, like body's response to getting rid of bacterias or viruses or um, foreign objects, that sort of thing. So uh, some inflammation is good inflammation and we need it. And then um, inflammation is also um, a way to help our immune systems be working. It sends all those signals um, but the bad thing about it is that 75 to 90 percent of all chronic diseases are actually linked back down to inflammation. Mm-hmm. So whenever inflammation becomes not a good thing, that's whenever it can be running rampant and causing a lot of damage. Which is why people are trying to proactively get rid of inflammation yeah, exactly. to avoid those diseases. To avoid the, those diseases, which are like the metabolic disorders, neurodegenerative disorders, and cardiovascular disorders. And so mm-hmm. um, it's a really big deal. Um, and so I want to talk to you about what acute and chronic inflammation are. Okay. Acute inflammation, can you guess what it is? Acute is like onset by something you do, maybe? Acute is just like short term, which is basically like something happens Um, An inflammation where like the good inflammation, too, is like our fight or flight. So like whenever we get anxious or nervous, like that's our like good form of stress and good form of inflammation. So like stress causes inflammation. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was a good form of stress or fight or flight. But the acute inflammation would be like if you get cut. Or you have like you eat something or if you get a virus or bacteria and the acute inflammation, um, their first line is that sentinel cells are activated. And then the next release of stuff is chemicals that send signals to our capillaries to leak plasma that slows down the trespassers or slows down anything from entering into the bloodstream. So what are sentinel cells? Sentinel cells are just cells that are a part of the immune system, and a lot of them are probably located since the majority of our immune system is in our GI tract, but then also, like, it could be just a cell that where the cut happens, Mm -hmm. Um, just cells that send this first signal that say, hey, something is wrong. Send help. Send help. (laughs) Send help, please. (laughs) And it says where the, like, damage is. Okay. Um, And then the release of chemicals from those cells or from other cells with like next to the cut or wherever the virus is, it slows down anything from like going further. Okay. So if like there is, you get cut and there's tetanus or whatever, it like at least helps slow down so it's not spreading so that you can like get it all out. Right. Or if there's something on the blade or bacteria, whatever. Um, And then macrophages release cytokines Um, which are just part of the immune system. And then B and T cells join in to destroy pathogens and tissues that were damaged. So anything that was damaged from the cut, like or if a cell gets damaged by virus, these B and T cells are there to be like, hey, you can't keep going in the body. So we're going to get rid of you. Mm -hmm. We're going to get rid of anything else that was damaged so that it doesn't cause or wreak havoc in the rest of the body. 
So these are all cells that go to work immediately when Mm -hmm. a sentinel cell says, hey, something's here causing inflammation. Yes. Okay. Well, this is the inflammatory response. Oh, okay. So, so this is happens. all inflammation. These are inflammation. Yes, this is all an inflammatory response. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then um, the last bit of cytokines released tell the immune system that the work is done. So then once like everything is kind of neutralized, these other cytokines get released and say, hey, immune system, stop and sending the all of these. And inflammation goes down, And hopefully. that stops the inflammation, yeah. Okay. So whenever this happens, it usually lasts like two to three days max. Like sometimes it's just a couple hours depending on like whatever. But if it lasts into weeks to months, that's whenever you're entering into chronic inflammation. Okay. So one of the first things with chronic inflammation is that whenever this is running amok and it's no longer like stopping. So, so it's those where less those cyta- cytokines. cytokines are not sending the signal to stop. Exactly. Because something is off within your immune system. Something's off. That's just like too much inflammation or something is like caused your immune system to not be working right. So then it's just constantly in a state of inflammation. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that you could be exposed to is smoke, pollution that causes chronic inflammation where this is always just like... You're causing your body in always in this state. Um, and then being exposed to chemicals. So whenever we talk about like chemical exposure, that sort of thing, that can cause chronic inflammation, causing your body to be in this constant state of an inflammatory response. And chemicals are everywhere. And chemicals are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a lot of stuff about inflammation, people still don't know. We're just now starting to get a little bit more information about it. Um, it's that it's a world where it's like kind of still guessing as to like what's causing all of this to like be happening, happening. Um, And so, yeah. And so chronic inflammation, um, chronic stress is also the last one that causes the biggest one. And I mean, I can probably imagine that you've never experienced stress. I'm sure (laughs) I lived in a constant state of that. I feel like you're in a constant state of stress right now. Yeah. With like everything that's going on because you have all this stuff happening. So I mean, like, yeah, we're all in a chronic state of stress, Mm -hmm. which is just. And when we say inflammation, it could be anywhere in your body. Are Mm -hmm. we specifically more talking about like your gut right now? We're talking about anywhere? anywhere in your body. Okay. Because it can settle anywhere. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. That's why it's linked to so many different diseases. So it's like, well, if something's going on, say your immune system gets inflamed or ignited, and then it could travel, like, these damaged cells, and then it could cause inflammation in your heart, which that could, like, be causing your neuro or your cardiovascular diseases. It could travel up to your brain. The inflammation can cause damage into your brain. It can settle into your gut. It can settle into your joints. It can settle, you know, like, there's knee. your knee. <laughs> John had like eight year old lady knee <laughs> happened popped. to me. Yeah, <laughs> I just did like like a pop lock and drop it squat to get something out of the bottom. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, to get something. I don't know why I decided to do it like that. Bottom yeah. of my fridge and I, it like zinged me and I was like, <gasps> no. like, no, why is this happening to me? That must be it. Yes, and so that is basically where it can affect everything. Right, it can settle anywhere. It can settle also like settles into your gum so gingivitis that's inflammation it can settle into your stomach you can settle into your bones like it 
inflammation is actually being associated more with like decreased bone health than like your calcium vitamin D. Wow. It could be inflammation that's causing your bone mineralization to decrease versus other stuff. Um, it's everything. That's crazy. Yeah. And then also like autoimmune disorders. That Which sort is of where thing. I hear it the most when yes. I'm like in searching the internet. The interwebs. Yeah. For your gut health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it literally affects everything. It could make you to where you can't lose weight. So if you've been trying to lose weight, especially in the quote unquote like belly fat, that could be inflammation. Um, people who have ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease, that's all inflammation in your gut and in your stomach um, that's causing it to like wreak so much havoc. And so in your, crazy. yeah, I mean, everything is linked to it. It can increase your risk for cancer. Basically, you name it, diabetes, It's the hot button thing. It's the hot button thing, but it's also legitimate. Um, Your skin, so like whenever we talked about acne, like mine was mostly inflammation whenever I realized it versus like hormonal. Right. Um, Once I got like on a regimen of like decreasing inflammation, my face was like, hey, I'll be clear for you from forever and ever. Eat all the cheese you want, Amanda. You can eat so much cheese. I can eat so much cheese and it (laughs) doesn't even bother me. It's fan freaking tastic. (laughs) It's amazing. Um, But because how we were talking about how most people still don't know um, how inflammation is caused. One of the things that we also talk about a lot and like a lot of people talk about is oxidative stress. Whenever they're talking about diseases, they're talking about other stuff. So have you heard the term oxidative stress before? Do you know what that means or have you just heard it? I've just heard it. So a lot of people just hear oxidation or oxidative stress or like you need antioxidants. And it's like, cool. Why do you need antioxidants? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So oxidative stress is whenever your body has too many free radicals. Um, So it's an overproduction of free radicals and there's not enough antioxidants to neutralize them. So you're in a state of oxidative stress. So what that means is that there is a cell or a molecule or something that's like, I need a freaking oxygen and I'm going to take it from wherever I want. So it just like sees something going by and it's going to steal an oxygen from it. Once it steals the oxygen from it, that cell is no longer functioning the way it was supposed to. And it's going to keep going on and then it's going to wreak havoc wherever it's supposed to be going. Right. So it's making it not in its perfect form. So these free radicals just steal oxygen wherever it can possibly take it from. And then those can cause damage as well. So it just like keeps going. Okay. What an antioxidant does is like, hey, I have an oxygen. Take mine. Leave all these <laughs> cells alone. Let me protect them um, and keeps everything safe and keeps it good. And so that's why we need antioxidants and we don't need free radicals. And the perfect example of free radicals, like what that looks like whenever oxygen is at play and is causing damage is like whenever you cut an apple mm-hmm. and it turns brown, oxygen is coming into it and it's allowing all this damage to happen. Then whenever you squeeze lime, uh-huh. lemon, anything that's a vitamin C source, which is an antioxidant, it stops all of that from happening. Cool. It's basically like, here, I'll preserve you. I'll give you all of these And this is molecules. like a... Um- so oxidative stress is something that bite or starts inflammation? They think that they go hand in hand. Okay. So the same thing. So like most of oxidative stress is pretty much whenever we're exposed to environmental things. 
um, or if we're not eating the right thing. So like food also can cause inflammation. It could also cause oxidative stress. Um, but a lot of the free radicals are actually formed by environmental like chemicals, pollution, that sort of thing. So they think that most of the time, whenever you're at risk of getting any of these metabolic diseases or cardiovascular neurodegenerative, neurodegenerative, that word is hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that oxidative stress and inflammation are like, hey, guys, let's do this together so we can really do some damage versus like going at it alone, like teamwork here. Right. So it's they're both doing the same things, just in different ways. So inflammation is setting into like a certain like joint or setting into stuff. Oxidative stress is kind of just like causing your body to be in a constant state of damage. And then it's just causing more inflammation. Okay. So it's all just together happening at once. Yeah. So um, they don't really know if like the chicken or the egg, most of the time it's just like they're both there together. They're both caused by the same things. Right. And they're both doing the same kind of damage. Right. And the answer is the same for both of them. Which is? Which is <laughs> making sure that you're cleaning up your diet is the first step. Um, making sure that you're getting exercise, making sure that you're taking care of yourself. So exercise, yoga, um, and meditation, which we've talked about, have actually had clinical signs of decreasing oxidative stress and inflammation um, and increasing decreasing markers for cardiovascular disease, that sort of thing. And so it's just helping you maintain a really healthy thing. And that's like was a pivotal study in like 2017, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and so that's a really important part. That's um, super cool. Yeah. And so there's like an exercise, there's like a um, body component, there's a brain component where our stress, like chronic stress, is causing mm-hmm. a huge issue um, where we need to be making sure that we're taking care of ourselves mentally so that we can be not increasing the inflammation right (laughs) not making our body always be in that fight or flight response you know like every time we're in that we're getting a little bit more of inflammation if we're in a constant state of it yeah it's always just like going and going and going um and then the gut component so like our gut actually has an incredible amount of connection to our inflammation that's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've talked about it before a lot that our most of our immune system is in our GI tract. And so whenever we have any gut permeability, any damage to our gut at all, your immune system isn't going to be functioning properly. And so most of like the standard American diet, um, stress can cause issues. Um, uh, My mother-in-law actually sent me an article the other day that I was reading that um, fiber the amount that like fiber isn't getting that that's actually a link to depression. And like whenever you increase the amount of fiber you were getting, then people with depression actually felt better. Their depression symptoms went away. And if you think about it, fiber's whole point is to help your GI tract. Right. And so it's basically helping your GI tract heal and function properly. And so I think it has a lot to do with like your immune system because of that gut brain connection we've talked about. Yeah. A ton. Um, where it's like, hey, the gut has like a huge, huge connection to inflammation and especially like mental health disorders. Which, which we talk about. <laughs> yeah, which we talk about all the time. Yeah, which connects to chronic stress. So it's mm-hmm. like these are all completely tied together. So it's like it's really important to take care of your gut. And in 2018, there was a study um, that looked at 
So we've always known that like Crohn's and ulcerative colitis are an inflammatory disease, but it was actually this study looked at and was like, hey, we think it's actually the gut microbiota Mm -hmm. that's all messed up that's actually causing these diseases versus just inflammation. Like the kind of blanket response is always like, it's just inflammation, but there's still like something at the root, which is huge that like it would be in the gut where it's like your my heal your microbiota that's going to help decrease the inflammation and then hopefully resolve you of like flares which is crazy it's huge what does that even look like i mean probiotics like probiotics. The, per, the correct bacteria getting in there mm-hmm. and then like, an anti-inflammatory diet yeah doing an anti-inflammatory diet um so eating the rainbow is incredibly important because we want to get antioxidants into our diet. And the only place you can get them is from anything that's colorful in a whole food. So anything that's pretty, that's green or red or orange. For some reason, like is the acai, is that an antioxidant? Mm-hmm. I feel like that, that and like pomegranate come to mind as like things that are constantly, they say. It's because they are very good. They have, uh, I think that, Pomegranates have um, proanthocyanins in it. Uh, I could be wrong because I'm trying to remember. Um, but there's ones in there that like have had more research done on them. And so then once they see the potential of those specific phytochemicals, that's whenever marketing agencies are like, oh, my gosh, you need this palm drink. You need this palm this. You need palm that. So it's still where it's like, get the whole food because we don't know if it's that specific phytochemical outside of its ability, like outside of the whole food to actually work correctly. And whenever you eat it, you're going to be getting fiber. You're going to be getting other stuff Mm -hmm. that you need to also be taking care of your body. And not just sugar or not just taking it in pill form all the time. Right. You Can know? you take pomegranate in pill form? I'm sure that there's a, like, the, <laughs> it wouldn't be pomegranate. It would be the actual phytochemical. Right. In a really high dose. So just, like, you could take curcumin right. in a pill versus just eating turmeric. Which, you know? It's silly. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you get it in your diet and you're getting a ton of variation, you're getting so many antioxidants. Yeah. And so many phytochemicals that go beyond just basic nutrition (laughs) (laughs) so pure four pure four um first adaptogens are actually something that would be where you would want to maybe think about adding them in and the ones that like i would say add in are the ones that we've talked about um that will help with decreasing stress okay which is our ashwagandha yeah and then um reishi is a really good one to help decrease i just realized i yelled pure four at you and we're not even gonna do pure four this episode (laughs) (laughs) pure four talk about that pure four (laughs) sorry guys you're really excited about it that's good though um which that is though which we're going to be talking about it in a next episode episode. um about how we need to actually be structuring our diet so we talk about eating the rainbow we talk about 80 20 We talk about making sure that you're getting some good adaptogens. You're getting a lot of antioxidants in from a whole food source. But it's like, what does that actually look like? Right. And how should you be doing it? And it may seem overwhelming. Mm. Does hearing this make you feel overwhelmed? No. It just makes me feel like I need to be more mindful. Yes. I would say you do need to be mindful. And um, this is the kicker where a lot of people are like, wait, what? You need to be getting 9 to 13 servings of fruits and vegetables each day. 
Yeah. Which none of us are, well, at least most of us are not getting. No. But it is less crazy than you think when you actually practically look at serving sizes, I feel like. Yeah. Because like a cup of raw sat like greens is a serving and most salads are at least two to three servings if you have a big salad right cooked vegetables are like half of a cup um most of the time you should be eating at least that right um and thinking about how you can start be mixing them into your life so like um for my workshop i actually pulled an arizona hmm. move which is actually a central american move per aaron harris Um, was that I made guacamole and added pomegranate seeds to it. And so that's a great way that you could be eating something you love and getting in a fruit and vegetable and getting in phytochemicals. Yeah. So Central America, it would be South America, Central Mexico, I think. Central Mexico. Yes. I think that's where, I think that's where that one's from. I don't know. It's delicious. It's delightful. Um, one of my pure bar clients, her fiance is from Venezuela. Yeah. And he had had it. Yeah. So I felt like safe that I said Central America. <laughs> is Central America right? Uh, I think Are it's we probably in Central, Central America right now. We're in North America. Central America is Central America. No, Central America is um, Venezuela, Nicaragua. Like, you know, the Mexico and then that Guys, chain that leads. I didn't go to college. <laughs> I only went for a little bit. Um, John, that looks more bad on Arizona's elementary education okay well everybody can easily google that it's like one of the worst states to be (laughs) be educated in so we did say i did say something whenever we were talking about the bentonite clay and i said something about geography and i had to like i re-listen to it and i was like oh my god i need to make sure that i just said where the states were correctly and you were talking about where was it at in idaho I don't remember the, now. Wherever the state random, was. I thought it was Wyoming. Wyoming. And I was like, well, Idaho is between whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, is that right? Was it right? Yes. Good job. I, I was really sick good. during that part of school. <laughs> I was. I missed. I, or no, I wasn't. I was like on a big vacation with my family for two weeks. Oh, my gosh. And I missed where the states all were. And I never learned it. <laughs> That's that's a big one, I feel like. Yeah. You should know those. But I think for sure you should know that we live in North America. Yeah. We don't live in Central America. I think I knew that. <laughs> I think I knew that. But in the moment, I was like, it's South America. No, South it's probably America. Central America where yeah. it was. All right. Sorry, guys. That was a tangent. <laughs> it's all good, though. It's all good. We're all in this together. We're all in this together, always holding hands, singing songs, oh and helping gosh. us through whenever we make simple mistakes it's like okay. continents and stuff like that continents and geography are hard yeah. yeah we didn't say we were experts in that we said we were experts in trying things and talking about nutrition <laughs> that's what we said we were experts in <laughs> exactly um yeah and so just adding simple things in so finding things that you love already that you're eating that are healthy part of that like 80 percent mm-hmm. and figure out how you can add in just a couple other fruits or vegetables um, that are high in the antioxidant content. So make sure that they're colorful. So don't choose a potato. Right. When I was pregnant with Dietrich, um, there was a dietitian who came in and talked about like nutrition during pregnancy to mm-hmm. our um, natural childbirth class. And she was like, honestly, I just want you guys to be getting veggies and I don't care what that looks like for you. So if you need to put cheese on everything, and it's veggies you're putting cheese all over, then put cheese all over veggies. And I was like, I can do that. You're like, I like you, girl. Yeah. And then I've just carried that on into the rest of my life. <laughs> I 
can just put cheese on everything. I am cool with putting cheese on stuff, but I would say um, most people don't know the moderation of it. So it kind of neutralizes the health benefits in the re- like regular life, you know? Right. And so I would say try nutritional yeast on it because you get the like cheesiness mm-hmm. of it. And then you could have a little bit of cheese too because cheese isn't bad. No. But I would say most people probably don't do a light sprinkling of it. I definitely <laughs> don't do a light sprinkling of it. I'm like, here, let me pour this melted cheese sauce that I made on this. Kyle will make nachos and he uses half of a bag of shredded cheese just on his one pan of nachos. Yeah, that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> but they're not like piled nachos or like it's just a tiny pan of just flat laid out chips and just <laughs> cheese. It sounds delicious. It is good. I have them. It's great. Yeah. It's just a lot of cheese. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so adding in simple ways to have some fruits and vegetables, because I know it feels crazy and frozen fruits and vegetables are just as good as fresh um, because it goes bad and life is crazy. And mm-hmm. so add those in. And then making sure you're taking care of your gut because it's really, really, really important. So would you like to say something about what they could maybe do? They could drink bone broth. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> it's so great. I've, I'm like on a mission to have a cup every day. Yeah. And I can notice a huge difference in my body functions when I don't, when I miss it versus you when I have it. Do you feel like your brain also has like... I always have it at night. <clears throat> so... I don't know. I probably, if I had it in the morning, I would probably notice difference. Let's do a test. Okay. We're going to do some experiments on you, Jonna. Next week. I'll do it in the morning all yeah. week. <laughs> and see how you feel. See if you feel differently. Yeah. And then one day I'll come yeah. back and report back. Yeah. And then you also don't have to take a probiotic if you don't um, want to. Just make sure that you're eating very high um, probiotic foods and mm-hmm. prebiotic foods. Um, and so we want to make sure that we're getting those fibers in. So. Do you remember the difference between a probiotic and a prebiotic? Prebiotic food is the food for the probiotic. Exactly. <laughs> it's fibers, essentially, um, that will f- provide all that good bacteria to make more. So eat anything that's fermented. So um, yogurt, sauerkraut, tempeh, kimchi, um, kombucha in limited amounts. Make sure that that's not your main source of probiotics. <laughs> probiotics because there's a lot of sugar in some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we love a good kombucha, mm-hmm. but you really don't need to be getting it for just the main source of probiotic. Yeah. Um, and then make sure you're getting prebiotics. So add in those cold potatoes, green bananas, Jerusalem artichokes. Those are good. Or what I love and I've been putting in all of my energy balls or um, things is the hyperbiotics prebiotic powder. Which is so much easier to be honest. It's so much easier. Oh my gosh. Because prebiotics, it's hard to like. Mm -hmm. Like green banana is nasty if you try to just eat one. (laughs) Yeah. The cold potato is super easy to like put into your life. But you have to make the potato. Then have to let it get cold. Then eat it. Yeah. So I don't know. I think everybody probably should be taking a probiotic at least every couple of days. But yeah, I feel like for the people that won't take a pill consistently, make sure you're getting in all the good foods. So get bone broth, get mm-hmm. all of your fermented foods in. And then if you are taking an antibiotic, you are taking a probiotic after it. If you have had any sickness, take a probiotic. Like it's that those are the times where you're like, you're at your least strength. 
that you need to help protect it the most. Right. Because your gut yes. is closely linked to, to all of those oxidative stress and inflammation mm-hmm. situations. Yeah. There's a gut connection. There is the brain connection. And then there's the exercise connection. And then there's the food connection. And basically your food choices are a direct link to inflammation as well and for the health of your gut. And so. Right. And if you're getting that better, your gut, mm-hmm. I feel like that's like your base level. Like everything is a little bit easier to get better. Once you get your gut better, everything kind of falls into place. Mm-hmm. But it's that you have to get your gut better, which first starts with your food choices. And that, my friends, is where we will talk about the pure four. Yes. And speaking of inflammation, we have an awesome giveaway launching very soon. So please be looking out on our Instagram. Um, You don't want to miss it. We are partnering with Hyperbiotics. We love them. Who we love um, to give away a three-month supply of their Pro Pet, which is the pet probiotic I talked about last week that I love for Penny. And we're also partnering with a company called A to Z Botanicals. Uh-huh. And I know the owners and they're super awesome and they're, they nerd out about the same sourcing stuff that I do. So yeah. that excites me a lot. Like yeah. they know the farmers and they are um, going to be joining us in this giveaway for uh, anti-inflammatory and pain CBD oil for your pets. So awesome. Yeah. Which could also, I would guess, probably work for anxiety too. But it's just a specific tincture that has extra things to support like pain. So like when Topanga has those like. I do need to actually get that for her. Yeah. I think they have like seen a ton. They just have like dog pictures everywhere of people that are like, thank you so much. You literally made my dog's life so much better. So I'm super excited for you guys to get to try out these products. So make sure you enter them and be watching our Instagram. What if Topanga's poor back Just and shoulder? CBD. No, was because she's so stressed <laughs> that like Kyle leaves and she's stuck with me. She needs both of those products. And she's just like, I'm so upset. I'm going to make my back have one less, one more vertebrae. Yeah. <laughs> it just sprouted out of stress. Sprouted that was her stress. inflammation. <laughs> Oh no, but I I feel like Topanga is rooted in stress, so I probably, probably. should be giving her you, CBD. She probably needs both of these products. I'm super. I think she does. Corey for sure needs the um, pet probiotic for his yeah. little gut. His he's had so many surgeries on it, and uh, he needs the CBD oil to uh, handle Ellis. Yeah. Did I tell you what he did to him? No. The other day, Corey came and like was in my lap and then, or Ellis was in my lap and then Corey came up and like was laying in both of our laps. And then all of a sudden, Ellis was just like, I bite Corey's ear. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he like nibbled on Corey's ear. And I was like, did you just bite Corey's ear? And he was like, yeah, I bite Corey's ear. And he went <gasps> and bit Corey's ear. And Corey didn't bite him? No, Corey yelped in pain and was Aww. shaking. And then like now every time Ellis gets near him, he's just like shaking because he knows the wrath of me if he were to hurt Ellis. And so it's just like, he's just shaking every time Ellis gets near him. He's just like, did Ellis get in so much trouble? Oh, he got in so much trouble. Did he go to his timeout corner? He went into timeout corner (laughs) and I made him say sorry. And now I was, he was like, sorry, Coley. And I was like, why are you sorry? And he's like, 
I bit a Koya's ear. Oh. And I was like, yeah, you did. And he still tells me every time he sees, looks at Corey, he goes, I bit his ear. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you bit his ear. You did. You jerk. <laughs> Why did I do that? Stuff? I hope this isn't a sign or something. <laughs> I feel like kids just are like, that's my dog. And they like get in like a puppy mode or something. Diedrich does yeah. the same thing. And it's because we nibble on his ear. He's like, mama, eat my ear. Oh, And yeah. so I think he wanted to do it to Corey. Yep. And so I'm just Corey. like, but he doesn't understand. <laughs> like it's a nibble, not a bite. I was like, Ellis, I've never bit your ear. <laughs> do you think that's acceptable? He did. He thought it was acceptable. I'm so sure he did. Corey needs CBD oil to deal with yeah. Ellis. I'm super pumped about both products yeah and i'm really excited for our listeners to be able to partake in them and get them and if you don't win you should buy it because they're yes. so awesome and your pets need them yeah and when your pets are happy it makes everything else so much less stressful oh my gosh and then your life will be less stressful and you won't have inflammation <laughs> yes guys you need and these i'm things. actually super excited that a to z botanicals i was looking i can't wait to try some of their products for a future Yep stuff. Yeah. Because I've heard they have like this uh, muscle rub, like pain Ooh, salve. Yeah. That everyone in Aaron's family swears by and they have like crazy back surgeries and stuff. Yeah. CBD. Or arthritis. Lotions I think are key. Yeah. I and think they're awesome. I'm super excited about So that. I'm super excited to try some of that and then report back to you. But if yeah. any of you guys try it, then let us know how it works for you. And it's super nice to know that this is like we know where it's coming from because CBD is not regulated. Mm -hmm. It's nice to know that like it's coming from a really reputable source. Yeah. So. I was like, I'm so happy. They're like nerding out about this. Like I would nerd out about essential oils. Yes. Which makes me feel good. Makes you feel confident that you would give them your money too because you're like, mm -hmm. thank you or for recommend caring. Them because yeah, it's recommend hard to recommend them. a brand where you're like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's the same with coffee with me. That's why when I, anytime people are asking me about supplements, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. let me do some research because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many, so many. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that exciting note, be yes. looking for our, be looking look out at our Instagram, and we will talk to you next week all about Pure Four. Yeah. Yay! All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.